What's up, guys? Brendan Boylan here, the host of the Houdat Discussion. You can also follow all of my other Saints work at the Saints News Network on SI.com. Make sure to follow myself, John Hendricks, Bob Rose, Kyle T. Mosley. You can find all of our work on Twitter at Saints News. You can log on to the website. It's SI.com forward slash NFL forward slash Saints. Or if you need something a little bit easier, you can always head to saints.media. It'll take you to the very latest uh, from the Saints News Network. And we have a lot to break down today. A lot's happened the last week and a half since I've talked to you guys. But before we go any further, I want to say thoughts and prayers out to everyone affected by Hurricane Ida, whether you're in the Gulf Coast region, whether you're in uh, the northeastern part of the country where I was born. I know a lot of people were affected. Uh, Louisiana as a whole, parts of Mississippi, and then, like I said, all the way up there in New York and New Jersey. So I hope everyone has stayed safe. I know we're all so excited for a brand new era of Saints football starting this Sunday, September 12th, against the Green Bay Packers. You can catch that game on Fox at 425. It's America's Game of the Week. So most people across the country should be able to find that game. I know we're all looking forward to that. But before we break down any of Sunday's matchup, I want to talk about some crazy things that have happened this week with the New Orleans Saints, and particularly that by the time I'm recording this podcast on Wednesday evening, East Coast time, we've seen uh, we've seen a trade, we've seen a player cut that maybe we didn't expect to in Latavius Murray. I want to talk about all that, but first, here's the intro. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Well, leave it to the Saints to make some moves just days before week number one. Uh, but I want to start with Latavius Murray. A uh, guy that I was a little surprised to see get cut. If you've been following me, whether it was some of my guest appearances on the podcast before I became uh, the host of the 2021 season here at the Houdat Discussion, if you've been following that, if you followed me through my time with the Saints News Network, since Latavius has been in New Orleans, I've been on record saying he is the most underrated running back in all of football. He wasn't a guy that was going to wow you with his numbers. He certainly wasn't uh, a running back one or a running back two in fantasy football. Uh, sometimes he'd be a flex option, and certainly the games that Alvin Kamara missed, particularly in 2019, he put up some great numbers for the New Orleans Saints. He had four games where he rushed over 100 yards during his time in the black and gold, but it was a, it was a cut that I didn't see coming. Um, I know that Tony Jones Jr. has had a great preseason and a great training camp. If you want to go back and listen to my podcast uh, with Mervyn Walls just a few weeks ago after the week preseason week one matchup against the Baltimore Ravens, we talked extensively about Tony Jones Jr. and what we felt he could bring to this New Orleans Saints offense. And I thought he was a steal when the Saints grabbed him as an undrafted free agent. Last year, he only made one appearance um, with the team that was in Week 17 against the Carolina Panthers, where a lot of us 
thought he'd see a little bit more of a defined role in that game, but it ended up being the Ty Montgomery show. Jones ended that game with just three carries for 13 yards. But like I said, very impressive preseason, very impressive training camp for the second-year man out of Notre Dame. And it sounds like he's really earned his spot on the roster, and that's what Sean Payton said. Sean Payton also applauded Latavius Murray uh, for being a great teammate and giving them some great, great games during his two years in New Orleans. But look, Latavius Murray, a former Pro Bowler, in 2015, that was his only 1,000-yard season. He followed that Pro Bowl year up in 2016 with a 12-rushing touchdown season. Spent a couple years in Minnesota, then came to New Orleans and had almost identical numbers in his two years in New Orleans. Exactly 146 carries in the regular season each season, putting up 637 yards his first year, 656 his second year, five touchdowns and then four touchdowns. And he was a really underrated receiving back. Think back to the New Orleans Saints uh, playoff matchup against the Chicago Bears last year. It was Latavius Murray that ended up scoring a touchdown and just being an option and being an outlet. It was incredible that Drew Brees even knew he was there. I think it was incredible that Latavius was able to catch the pass and take it to the end zone. Uh, Just a super smart player, a guy who I think gets classified as a between the tackles only just because of he's stocky but he's also very tall for a running back or at least he comes across taller than he is but shoot six foot three that is a tall running back Latavius is exactly what a team wants in a number two back I don't think he's going to find a spot where he can be a starter but maybe find a spot where he has a rotational role like he did in New Orleans there was a report earlier Uh, today that Latavius is happy to have conversation with anybody, but specifically pointed out a team like the Baltimore Ravens who have suffered some injuries at the running back position and a place where he feels that he could be a good fit. And I'm 100% with Latavius Murray on that. I think Baltimore would be a great fit for all the different things he can do. He's an excellent blocker. Uh, He's great in between the tackles. I actually think he'd be a really good fit with Lamar Jackson up there, but again, just a surprise, a surprise to even some of the Saints players. You saw reactions on Twitter from Cam Jordan, who tweeted a gif uh, just shaking his head. You saw Alvin Kamara tweet an emoji with almost like an annoyed emoji uh, in terms of the face, so some guys a little upset. It seemed like Latavius was a good locker room guy, and now all of a sudden, you may have some concerns at the running back spot because you have Alvin Kamara, you have an inexperienced Tony Jones Jr., who, again, I do think is going to have a good year. He's going to play a pivotal role in this Saints offense, and he's going to step right into that role that Latavius had. And like I just said, Latavius had 145, 146 carries a year for the last two years. So definitely playing a big role in the offense. And Tony Jones is going to be responsible for doing just that. But after that, you have Dwayne Washington, who is a fantastic special teams player, and that's the reason he makes the the team year in and year out. But maybe not a guy you really want to rely on if there is an injury. And you really don't have a running back like Alvin Kamara, and I need to specify that a little bit more because, frankly, there's no running back in the league that is quite like Alvin Kamara, but you don't really have another scat back on the roster unless you intend on your emergency scat back being 
Ty Montgomery. But from what I understand, Montgomery has really transitioned back to being a full-time wide receiver. But you could definitely see that transition go back and forth. He's a running back slash wideout. But again, maybe the surprise cut of the offseason for the New Orleans Saints, Latavius Murray released after not wanting to take a pay cut, which transitions into the next Saints topic, and that being that they trade for Bradley Roby. Uh, the Saints were very active throughout the offseason, working the phones, trying to find some depth and some help at the cornerback spot. They do so in, yes, another Ohio State Buckeye in the Saints secondary. I feel like we've had a ton of them. Von Bell a few years ago. Eli Apple was a guy that the Saints traded for in 2018. You obviously have Marshawn Lattimore. You have Malcolm Jenkins there. Now you have Bradley Roby. So three guys in the secondary. Man, the Saints love their Ohio State Buckeyes. Call it Ohio State South if you want. Now that's going to upset a couple LSU fans because it feels like the Saints can never get an LSU Tiger to, to rep the black and gold. But nonetheless, I think it is a little telling that the day after the New Orleans Saints released Latavius Murray, and that came a little bit later in the evening, that they go and they trade for Bradley Roby. Now, the numbers the numbers are tight in terms of the cap and making it work, and obviously the Saints will make it work. But I would, I would think the ask to take a little bit of a pay cut from Murray is to help bring in Roby's contract. And that cap is going to be somewhere around $9 million dollars. Uh, to the New Orleans Saints this season, only $1 million against the Houston Texans. So I would just imagine the Saints had this in the cards, they had this on the table, they were trying to make the money work, and they went out to Latavius Murray, a guy who was on the bubble as is, making the team, asked, hey, will you take a pay cut? Murray declined and ultimately got released. But let's talk about Bradley Roby. Uh, this is a really interesting one, 29 years old. Remember, Roby has one game left on his six-game suspension that he received last season. That was for a violation of uh, performance-enhancing drugs, so just PEDs. Uh, but when he returns, and, and let's be honest, he's going to return week two, and you didn't really expect, even if he wasn't suspended, for this guy to come in and, and play meaningful snaps after being with the team for a whopping three or four days. But... Remember, the Saints also signed Desmond Trufant earlier in the week. We don't know what kind of role he's going to have. Ken Crawley was the lone name on the New Orleans Saints injury report on Wednesday. He's dealing with a hamstring problem, so you could potentially see Paulson Debo and Desmond Trufant um, lining up opposite of Marshawn Lattimore in week number one. But for Roby, it's an opportunity to play alongside, in my opinion, one of the best young corners in the league. Uh, Nick Underhill put out a great piece and a great article right after the trade happened about what Roby's role will look like for the New Orleans Saints. And honestly, it's almost like a plug-and-play uh, with Janoris Jenkins. Now, not the same player all the way around, but definitely a guy who's going to be able to step into that role and produce for the New Orleans Saints. So, Roby is going to be a huge addition for New Orleans because he's a true starting caliber guy and a guy who graded out really well uh, by Pro Football Focus, grading 25th 
in 2020 out of all eligible defensive backs, that tells me, hey, that's the top 32 in the league. He could be a number one corner somewhere else for some other team. And it's uh, it's something the Saints reportedly were working on. They were really trying to find that help. And they get what I think are two really quality players at that position over the course of this week. Like I said, Desmond Trufant, Saints fans remember him for the seven years he spent uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. You get a guy like Bradley Roby, who had a pick six on Jameis Winston uh, two years ago when Winston was the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That same season, he picked off Tom Brady and nearly brought it to the house. And I'm sure there's a lot of Saints fans that go back to when Roby was drafted in 2014. Uh, the Saints traded up for Brandon Cooks, but there was a lot of people that felt like Roby could fall to the Saints at the end of the first round. And that seemed to be, at that time too, a position of need for the New Orleans Saints. I think Roby's a great fit. I think that when you look at what he can bring to the defense and a defense in need, I mean, before Trufant, before Roby, it was Marshawn Lattimore, it was Paulson Adebo, a rookie, and it was Ken Crawley, who I think you have to applaud Ken Crawley. We all remember 2017, Came onto the scene as a second-year undrafted guy out of Colorado. Had a really good year. Solidified himself as the Saints' number two corner. And then 2018 just took a, a nosedive. Lost his job. The Saints trade for Eli Apple. Crawley spends a year in Miami. Comes back to New Orleans last year. Appeared in six games. Had an interception. Week 17 against the Carolina Panthers. But this is a guy that's been battle-tested. He's had to work his way back. And if, if the hamstrings are good to go, you could see Crawley start week one of 2021 for the New Orleans Saints. So I think you have to applaud Ken Crawley for the journey and the battle that he's been on to even make the Saints roster and be a guy that they have enough confidence in that they could throw him out there for a game or two if there's some injuries. But Bradley Roby coming to New Orleans, still don't know what the what the Saints are sending. My guess would be a fourth, maybe a fifth round draft pick uh, for Roby, who is 29 years old and has two years left on his contract. So could be a New Orleans Saint for a good while. I know fans are excited to finally see that spot get shored up at the CB2 position. Now let's just talk about a couple loose ends. Uh, Saints named some team captains today. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Houdat Discussion. All right, guys. Well, we've talked about Latavius Murray. We've talked about Bradley Roby, the newest member of the New Orleans Saints. And shoot. Roby might be the final piece of the puzzle. Remember, Roby drafted back in 2014, spent some time with the Denver Broncos, the team that drafted him, spent the last two seasons with the Houston Texans. Again, the Saints 
we don't know what they're giving up for Bradley Roby. If I had to take a guess, it's a fourth or fifth round selection in next year's draft, uh, but could be the final piece to a, a puzzle that was, let's put it this way, guys. It's been a long journey, and it's taken a long time to put this puzzle together because if you go to the end of the offseason, or start of the offseason, rather, $100 million over the cap. Drew Brees is retiring. Jameis Winston's a free agent. You had a lot of question marks all over the place. Quan Alexander with the Achilles tear, and slowly but surely, it looks like Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, and this team have pieced the puzzle together, and Roby might have been that last puzzle piece to make this a, a team that I still think is a playoff team, a team that could go 10-7. and seven. And if you want to be a little bit optimistic, you could say they could go 11-6. and six. And that's going, to get, that's going to take some time getting used to saying 17-game schedule for the first time in 2021, but I said the Saints have announced their team captains. It's going to be Teron Armstead, Jameis Winston, Malcolm Jenkins, Cam Jordan, DeMario Davis, and JT Gray, and I really want to highlight Jameis Winston in this. I think it says a lot. Yes, a lot of times your quarterback ends up being your captain, but we heard it last year, Jameis Winston, a favorite in the locker room. Heard him speak to the media today um, and opened up his media session by thanking first responders in different organizations uh, throughout the Gulf Coast in providing aid and help for the people affected by Hurricane Ida. I know Jameis and his foundation also have been donating food, uh, supplies, and, and other things to families in need and some of those first responders. I think that Jameis has just done a great job just embodying not just the team, but New Orleans. And... Listen, it is hard. It's hard for any quarterback to come in and take over for a team legend. But in this case, it's not just a team legend in Drew Brees. Drew Brees could run for mayor in New Orleans. He could run for governor of Louisiana. And I would put my money down that Drew Brees would probably win the election. That's just how much Drew has meant to this team, has meant to this city, uh, has meant to this region of America over the last couple years and Jameis has just done such a good job in such a short amount of time and part of it's his personality he's a, he's a fun loving guy but man he's earned the respect of his teammates the coaching staff the front office and I think slowly but surely the people that he has not won over within the Houdat Nation within this fan base he will uh, very soon well, guys, it's a short podcast today. That's all the time we have. Wanted to touch on those couple things before we go into breaking down week number one against the Green Bay Packers. It's going to be a home game in Jacksonville, Florida for the New Orleans Saints. We will talk about that more later this week. Make sure you tune in on Saturday. That's going to be the next podcast drop. I'm going to be breaking down the keys to victory for the New Orleans Saints in week one and the start of a new era under Jameis Winston. So guys, to follow the podcast, head to Twitter at the Dis D-I-S. Obviously, wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you get those notifications and updates as I release a new information, new podcasts. I love just being able to sit and talk to you guys. You guys have been absolutely great since I took the podcast over. 
And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at BT Boylan. Follow all of my work with the Saints News Network on SI.com. You can follow them, at Saints News, on Twitter. And you can go and head to the website. It's SI.com forward slash NFL forward slash Saints or Saints.media. Well, that's all the time we have today. As always, find your peace, spread love, practice positivity, and we'll see you next time here on the Who Dat Discussion.